if you can. Isn't God good? I said, isn't God good? My Lord. Just the purpose and the plan that God has for your life. And and see, part part of part of our uh, conundrum, if you will, is that what God's prepared for you demands freedom in you. Okay, what, what God has prepared for you, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man, the things which God has prepared for those that love him. And, and he has prepared a place for you. And, you. and a lot of us are waiting for the place to be ready. No, the place is ready. But God is working in us, right? He's working in you and, and he's preparing you because without the freedom, and see the freedom that you need, it isn't from external forces, but it's the stuff that's on the inside that you've carried with you all, all through life. And, 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 uh, and, and it's not that you're bad or evil or weak, it's that you're human. You're normal. Look at, look at your neighbor and say, you're normal. Some of you felt like you had to lie right there, but just do it anyway. Look the other way, say you're normal too. And, and, and there's freedom, there's freedom that God has for each and every one of us. Uh, uh, but, but we got we to gotta stop, we got to stop worrying about what the others are thinking about us. And quit trying to get them to think what we want to think. And we have to embrace who we are in Christ and celebrate that. See, well, yeah, but you don't understand. It's like Evan was saying a minute ago that, uh, we, yeah, but you don't understand. Man, I, I, had, I had issues in the parking lot. I, had, I, I, I carry baggage with me. I carry, and, and, and I don't measure up, and, and I have failures, and I have shortcomings, and I have, uh, you know, and, and, and I'm just struggling. Well, you do understand that God knows what you're struggling with. And he's not holding that against you. See, you, you, you don't have to measure up to God. God, God sent his son and, 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 and uh, you know, as, oh, shoot. Hey, real quick, if you don't have a Bible, why don't you hold your hand up? The ushers will bring one to you. It's our gift to you. We want to make sure everybody has a copy of the Word of God. You want to get into the Word of God every day. Say every day. Uh, and... And, and you just you want to slow down a little bit. I know we live in a very fast-paced environment, and uh, we're trying to get as much done in as short a period of time as we can. But uh, what you have to do is you have to take God's word and meditate on it. And uh, and uh, uh, if you don't know, you know, I'm not certain I know how to meditate. You do. You call it worry. It's it's when you when you put your mind on one thing and you think about it from all different angles and all different perspectives and you and you're trying to figure out how this is going to work how this, you're meditating that and what you want to do is take God's word and begin to meditate it and start looking at it from different angles and seeing how it's going to apply to your life you know this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate day and night then you're going to know what to do then you're going to have great success God's word uh, uh, you know Proverbs four he said when you find it, it, it it's you, you find life is health is healing to all your flesh it's life man I'm telling you that, that when you step into it when it when it turns the lights on for you uh, uh, death might be present but suddenly there's more life than death there's more joy than sorrow there's more peace than chaos and if you're in the middle if you're in the middle of a situation all you have is chaos it's because you haven't meditated the word enough you haven't looked at it from the different angles you're not recognizing that we know that all things work together for good for those that love God and who are called according to his purpose we know that no weapon formed against us can prosper but every tongue that rises against us we condemn because this is the heritage of 
of the children of the living God. We know that what the enemy intended for evil, God will turn and use it for our good. We know that, 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 that even though we walk through the fire, it won't kindle upon us. And, the, and when the flood comes against us, it won't overtake us. We know. And, and, and suddenly, the, in the middle of the chaos, you have more peace than chaos. You have more hope than despair. And see, some, sometimes our, our thinking and our mindset goes to a place where, uh, well, I guess God's trying to teach me something. That's why I'm in this problem. No, the problem you're in, the problem you're in isn't to teach you. The problem you're in is to give you the opportunity to, to use what you've already learned. Okay, you, you begin to use what you've learned to demonstrate Satan's defeat in, in, in the position that you're at. And, and, and what it is, is your problem is preceding a promotion. And so when you, when you deal with the problem, that's why James said uh, that count a, a sheer gift every time you are in, in, in the midst of a problem, knowing this, that the, 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 the testing of your faith is going to produce an end result that you can't get without the testing of your faith. See, w- without the test, you can't have a promotion. How many want greater things in your life? Okay, 71%. Okay, How, 71% of you want greater things. God has better for me, okay? Listen, God has better for me. God has better for you. God, God has better for you. God, God's not, nobody's, nobody's striving and pressing in for something that's worse than what they already had. God, God has better for you. But in order to collide with what God's prepared, you got to get over what you had in mind. Okay, you, because you, you, have, you have a picture, and, and, and then in that picture, you keep in, interjecting yourself and your shortcomings and your failures. And, and, and the problem is, is that, see, it's not that, that you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. Check this out. I'm just going to read some scripture, and you, you don't have these back there. So uh, he, he said, behold, my servant whom I'm uphold. And, and this is God speaking of his son. And he said, behold, my servant. Stop, focus, see it clearly. My servant whom I uphold. He said, man, he's my elect and in him my soul delights. In him my soul delights. I put my spirit on him and he shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. And that's not a bad thing. No, no. uh, uh, That judgment to the Gentiles is salvation, is healing, is restoration, is renewal, is refreshing. Why? Because God has, has, has made a judgment. That's what you deserve. Well, wait. Uh, yeah, but I made mistakes. Yeah, but he's not looking at you. He's looking at you through Jesus. See, the only thing God has left to, to put towards you, because he put, he put all the responsibility on Christ. He put, all, he put the burden on Christ. And all he has left is to love you. See, you, you, you want to find the fastest way to, to, to turn the... God's crank, man. You, you want to find the fastest way to, to get God excited is you let God love you. Beloved, remember King James stuff? Remember how many have read it? Read the Bible? Remember all the beloved? Beloved this, beloved that. It's be loved. If you are willing to be loved by God, you can have freedom today. See, you got to ask yourself, what actually prevents you from just having and enjoying the heck out of God life? Isn't that what Jesus said? You know, in John 10, 10, I've come that you might have and enjoy life, God life, in abundance, to the top, till it overflows. I've come that you would just enjoy life. What is it that prevents you? What has the power to stop you from just enjoying the tar? I life.
It, it, it isn't the position you're in because you, you and I both know that we've met people in, in much worse positions than we're in and, and yet they, you know, go, go, go around the world. You know, you don't have to. You could find it anywhere in town. But, you know, you, you could pack up and, you know, go to Haiti where they're, they're living in a blue tent and, 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 and the joy of the Lord is their strength. You know, uh, go, go to Nepal and it has one of the greatest poverty levels on the face of the planet. And you'll find people that their joy level makes you look like, you know, Scrooge. Uh, what, what is the deal? It's not the position. It's the disposition that you have in the position that you're in. See, you, you might be battling something today. Something might be up against you today. You might be in a hard spot. Matter of fact, I could, if you're not, well, someday you're going to have to get out of bed. Stuff's going to come against you. But you have the right to enjoy the life. All you have to do is allow God to love you right where you are. See, because a lot of us, a lot of us, man, we're, we're in a tight spot. We're in a tight spot. And so now I got to try to figure out how to please God. And so you start doing stuff. And it, see, it's, it's not what you're doing that, in, that impacts your value. It's who you're becoming. Who you are. That's what God values. And when you, when you allow him to, listen, let, let me just keep reading. You doing okay? He said, he, he, he shall not cry nor lift up nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. A bruised reed he shall not break. He doesn't come to your weakness and then break it. No, he comes and he strengthens you. He's wanting to give you strength in the place of your weakness. He's, he's wanting you to understand that he knew you had the weakness before you recognized it as a weakness. And he loved you anyways. It, it didn't impact his love for you. Look at somebody and tell him, God loves me. No, look at him say, God loves me. Look the other way and say, I'm a favorite child. A smoking flax, he will not quench. You ever, you ever lit a candle, you know, especially like a new one, and it goes, and it, and it just won't stay lit, you know, and you got to work it a little bit to get the sucker going, you know, and, and it just won't stay lit. And, you know, you, you being thrifty as you are, you don't just chuck it out. You just keep applying the heat because sooner or later you get that thing lit. See, maybe you started and the fire went out. You know, I tried giving. Dang, I spent it. I tried forgiving. Then they showed up at church. Huh? What, what do you do when you look at, you know, it's an interesting seating arrangement. What do you do when you look across there and there's the guy that you can't stand celebrating his freedom? And it irritates the crap out of you. How dare you come in here and be free? I'm not happy with you. You shouldn't be free right now. Even in that moment, he doesn't quench you. No, he works with you to get the fire going. All you got to do today is let him love you. You, you. you need to embrace the love that God offers you. And just, okay, God, I, 
man, you're not upset with me. You're not teaching me that, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I didn't round up on my tithe check and that's why we're in this financial crisis. I, I, I you know, I, I didn't wave at the other guy on the motorcycle. And so that's, that's why my, you know, my body's out of alignment. No, your body's out of alignment because you're overweight. Oh, was that harmful? Everybody's looking at me like, how dare you? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it funny that we, we all want to be in shape, but we don't necessarily want to exercise? You know, we, we want to have financial freedom, but we don't want to use financial discipline. We, 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 we like the idea of marriage. We just don't want to be great at being a husband. And even in that spot, God doesn't just look at you and go, you know, He loves you and he's trying to bring you to a place where you because what he has prepared for you demands freedom just demands freedom I just think it's crazy that all God wants to do is liberate you and yet we struggle and we resist and, and why do we do that well it's, it's, it's how we see things I mean you, you know God's wanting to show you great and mighty things that you don't know right uh, call me and I will answer thee and show thee great and mighty things things that you don't know God's wanting to show you things today that you don't know he's not wanting you to go through seven layers of tests and jump through hoops and set it on fire so that he can teach you something he's wanting to show you something right here right now right now so that you can walk out of this room free liberated and, 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 and you're not going to be all the way there you're probably not going to be you're probably not going to be 100 complete and perfected after this service but you can be a lot more advanced than you were when you came in right and why 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 would we settle to come in and hear about it consider it but walk out and leave it why well it's, it's the way we see things it's the, I said it's the way we see things. There's something that's preventing us from seeing what God's trying to show us. He said, I, I will show you some amazing things. And, and, but, but yet, it's like, even though you'd like to see I just can't see it. I just can't see it. You know, hey, you know, the, the, this given thing, I just don't see how that's going to help me. That Man, that's going to decrease me. This forgiven thing, I don't see how that's going to help me because they're, they're going to take advantage of me. You know, the, the, that, that relational stuff, I don't see how that's really going to help right now. You know, I don't see how loving my wife is going to be all that, you know, and, and I just can't see it. You know, why? Be, because something, something's in front of our eyes preventing us from seeing what God's trying to, you know, that's why it's called revelation. God wants to reveal, he wants to bring into your sight things that you can see, right? Psalms, uh, it's like the last verse on there that I gave you. Psalms 119, uh, I love it in the God's word. He said, uncover my eyes so that I may see the miraculous things in your teaching. See, uh, uncover my eyes. So that I can see the miraculous things. This this needs to be uh, it, it, as a body. It needs to be our corporate prayer. As an individual, this needs to be your mantra for a while. God, uncover my eyes. Uncover my eyes. You got to start there. You got to start by asking God why. Because you you know what? Here's here's what happens: is that every every single one of us, when we're born, we come out of the womb with with lenses on. I'm telling you, ask any woman, she can prove it. 
okay? They're smaller when, when you're a baby, but they grow with you, okay? And, and you come out and you have these lenses on and whatever happens in life and all kinds of situations and, and, and it just keeps impacting the lenses and this is how you look at life. And, and, then, and then you run into to, to somebody like, hey, Adam, stand up for a minute, would you? And just, just wave at everybody. Everybody give him a hand. He's standing. Stay standing. What color is his shirt? No, it's blue. What color is his shirt? No, it's blue. What color is his shirt? It's blue! You can sit down. Let me find, let me find somebody new. These people are slow. These people are slow. You know, the lights. Sometimes you just stand up here. I can't see Jack. You think he was looking right at me, scrawling. I can't see you. Okay. Would you stand for just a minute? Turn and wave at everybody. This is your moment. <laughs> okay. What color is their sweater? It's blue. What color is their sweater? It's, don't say tan to me like that. Don't get my stuff. I'm not a stinking idiot. It's blue. 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 You think if she writes me letters, it's going to change me? You think if she calls me up and, and says, you know, I was just really praying about it, and I just want just to point out one more time, it's blue. No, it's tan. No, no, it's blue. It's tan. And we, get, we argue. We argue. And a lot of you, you, you know, you're spending a bunch of time arguing with people about godly stuff, but they don't, they're not looking. You know, they have lenses on. And a lot of you, you came. You, who said sit down? <laughs> See, those are the lenses you're looking through. You're th it looks like I should sit down. No, not till I say Okay, now. Hey, come here, bro. Nah, you won't work. Come here. Come here. Hurry up. Hurry up. Hurry up. What color is his jacket? You finally got one right. Finally. Finally. You, you, know, you know what? We can argue and argue and argue. And there's some things that we agree on just because it just happens to line up. But then... Go ahead. See, you're looking through these, but I don't see I don't see it that way, God. I don't see it that way, God. You know, I, I, you know what, what's this church attendance stuff? I, I don't see, I don't see, I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I, I really I don't see how it's benefiting me. See, you, you you're looking through these. You're not supposed to be here just because it benefits you. You're you're here to serve others. Why? Because that's God's plan, God's purpose. God, God, God wants you to pour yourself out so he can pour himself in. See, at the garden, it's a place where the lost can get saved and the saved can serve. I, I don't see what, 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 what good is that? Because it's developing you and preparing you to receive things that God has prepared for you. You know, how, how do you look at giving? How do you look at your wife? How do you look at your kids? How do, how do you look at circumstances? How do you look at the situation that you're in right now? If you don't take these off, but see, it's, it's nearly impossible to take them off because you don't know you got them. You think everybody else is skewed. Huh? You think every, everybody else, no, man, that's just wrong. It's just, it's not right. You know, our whole life, this is how we've done it. No, what you need is you need, you need God's help because he's not, he won't break you. He'll heal you. 
he, he won't quench the fire. He'll ignite a fire. He'll develop a passionate desire. The Bible says that it is God who's working in you. Both, both to desire and to perform His will. God is at work in you, chipping away at stuff. And, you, and, and then you kind of get irritated with people or situations or programs or circumstances, and you're getting irritated. But God's at work in you, trying to position you to actually want to do His will. And so you got like tug of war going. Because the Spirit said, this is the way, walk ye in it. And the flesh is going, I don't like that direction. Hello, somebody. I mean, are, are we helping you today? You know, I, I just want to help you. I, I just want you to see that Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord God is upon me because He has anointed me. He has anointed me to bring great news to the poor, the people with needs, that God's the need meter. He has anointed me to, to, to minister to people with broken hearts and to, and to heal the broken heart. He has anointed me to, to open the eyes that can't see. Remove the covers from my eyes. Look at that again in Psalms 119. It said, so that I can see the miraculous things. The miraculous things. God, I need, I need to see, what are things? Words. God, there's, there's a word in your teaching, in your book, there's a word that has a miracle with my name on it. That what I've never been able to accomplish before, the revelation of that word, you'll, well, one writer put it this way, suddenly it'll be as if my feet are like the feet of a deer and the mountain that used to stand before me that was impenetrable, I bounce to the top of. It's a miracle. The people I couldn't love, I can't stop praying for. The situation I couldn't handle, I have successfully completed. The, the physical ailment that wreaked havoc in my body is now under my feet. The chains that restricted me I hear the chains falling. I hear, I hear, God, you just be, uncover my eyes so I can see the miraculous things. And as I begin to see, as I begin to see what you have purpose and planned for my life and provide provision is right there. And God, you're, you have the place ready and you're guiding me. But God, it, 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 with every step, I hear, I hear the chains falling off of my life. I hear freedom. Freedom has a sound. And, and suddenly, I, I, you know, a lot of, we, the Bible says we don't look at the things which are seen, but the things which are unseen, because the things which are seen are temporal, the things which are unseen are eternal. Uh, one, one translation said we don't look at the current problem that we're in, because that's subject to change. But I'm looking at the promise of God, which will not be changed by the circumstance that I'm dealing with. And I look at that promise and I recognize that God is calling me to a place, oh my gosh, that, that if I can uncover my eyes and let him show me what he has prepared for me, I can embrace the freedom that is necessary to live in the position that God has created me for. I am willing to let some things go. 
anybody in here willing to let some things go? I said, anybody in here willing to let some things go? Are you willing to let some things go? Just let it go. See, all of our life, because of the arguments that we've had over the blue shirt and the white shirt, subconsciously we go through life like a, like, like a private detective in search of evidence that can be used in a court of law to prove we are right. We're doing everything in our power to just prove I'm right. I'm right. We'll, we'll, we'll go to the scripture and try to find scriptures that substantiate what, what our belief system is. We, we, will, we will find friends. We'll find friends based upon their tolerance for us calling the white shirt blue. And, and when we come in, they go, hey, hey, everybody, that shirt, that, that, that's blue today, okay? What? Just, it's blue, okay? Okay, got it. And, and we'll hang with people who will agree with us. Because very, very few of us are hoping to have a collision with yet one more area where we're wrong so we can celebrate our wrongness. We're not excited about being wrong. One of the hardest things for us to do is admit that we're wrong. But here's the deal, is that without that name of Jesus in your life, you're wrong. You can be doing everything outwardly right, but you're still wrong. You know when they say, are you right with God? See, here's the deal, is that if you connect with God now, no matter what's going on, you're right. It's called righteousness. Justified, just as if you never did the wrong. Now that doesn't give you license just to continue to do wrong, but it's like the wrong isn't held against you, but you are now empowered to rise above it. You have the freedom to do what you couldn't do before God made you right. God just wants to make you right today. God wants to make your marriage right. God wants to make your body right. God wants to make your finances right. God, God, God wants to make your disposition right. God wants you to experience freedom. Freedom freedom I just I just I want you to bow your head just for a minute and, and and if there's if there's an area in your life where you know and it's almost as if you know you can kind of hear it kind of it's it's a faint background noise but you can you can kind of hear chains rattling around and you're thinking oh my gosh I could have freedom in this area of my life I, I could have freedom I could have forgiveness could flow finances could be really you know that pressure that pressure could be released I could actually have faith in God my marriage could be stronger because because God's wanting to, to work in my life if there's an area in your life and you and you can sense that freedom is actually you know the key to the to the deliverance of the breakthrough there right where you are I just want you to stand to your feet. I just want to pray for you. Just right where you are. Just stand up. Say, okay, God, I sense you calling me to freedom, to a new level of freedom. I, I'm ready to receive freedom. I want freedom in my life. I'm not going to live in bondage. I'm not going to have one more moment. And God, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that you're going to work inside of us because, God, we are people that have been called according to your name. And God, you have a purpose and a plan and a provision for each of our lives. And we declare today.
today, God, that the, that the scales can be removed. God, uncover our eyes that we can see the miraculous things in you. We want to see the miracles that are waiting. They got our name on it. God, open our eyes and show us great and wonderful things out of your law. Marvelous things. God, thank you for the freedom that's coming into our life because God today is even standing right here in this moment. We can hear the sound of freedom. Freedom has a sound. And today, I hear the chains falling. I can hear it right now. In the mighty name of Jesus, I hear freedom. Come on, somebody, celebrate. I hear. I hear those chains falling. Can you hear your freedom? I hear those chains falling. I can hear the freedom calling you. I can hear, I can hear your freedom. I hear those chains falling. Come on, prophesy. I can hear my freedom calling me. I will be set free. I can hear my freedom.
Hallelujah. Hey, right where you are, just bow your head. And, and, and maybe today you realize that, you know, what I need to do is I, 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 need, to, I, I need to actually surrender my life to God. I, I, I need to step into the freedom that's in relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I need to do it God's way. I've been living life my way. Maybe you've prayed what we might call the sinner's prayer a hundred times. Maybe you've never prayed it. Here's the question. Is today the day that it's time to begin the new life and, 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 and do it God's way? And just say, okay, God, I need you to change me. I need you to liberate me. I, I need you to take the blinders off. I, I, I embrace life. We're all going to pray a prayer together. We're going to pray it corporately. Everybody in the room, everybody on your right and left is going to pray it. But if you're here today and you say, you know what, I need to make it my prayer, I want to encourage you and I'm inviting you to make it a very, very personal prayer. So if you will, just do me a favor and just bow your head and close your eyes. And, and you're standing here and say, you know what, Pastor Tom, I'm making this my prayer today. I want to personally agree with you in prayer. So would you just hold your hand up really high and just say, I'm making this my prayer. Thank you, 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 thank you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, just, just everybody just pray this with me. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I know I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. Help me see what you see. Uncover my eyes. Show me miraculous things. Thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, give God one more big shout, one more big praise. Come on, somebody. Celebrate freedom today.